Welcome to the Field Podcast. Two new guests back for the first time. Uh, and our topic today, I don't know how I'm going to word it, but stripper stories, strip club stories, but Mr. DJ Dangler and David Brooks. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? What's up, DJ? How are you, David? I'm doing well, buddy. It's nice to see you. Nice haircut. Thanks. Thanks. Cleaning up a little. Looks <laughs> nice. All, uh, all this stripper talk has me wanting to look my best. <laughs> well you know to fill the listener in dj you what what is is that a fu manchu i know it, you just say that the hulk hogan right what is that called yeah it's the hogan but i believe this is a i don't know if a fu manchu has to like go down, down past the chin or not yeah i'm not sure and i don't know if a fu manchu has a little bit of a shoal patch there see the chin. Yeah. yeah i uh the i'm just like good. I'm always like it's a some form of a mustache or a beard. Those are the two things yeah. that people have. Yep. Uh, some either way, something you get some glitter caught in, right? Yep. Uh, exactly. Uh, the glitter catcher. Well, we're doing uh, stripper stories, and I picked you guys to do this story uh, for no real reason. So I have to ask you guys: Have you been to a strip club? And DJ, I know your answer, but David, have you been to a strip club before? Yeah, I've been to a few. Um, I definitely been to a few strip clubs. And what does a few mean, David? About seven. (laughs) Like seven different ones. And that doesn't count multiple visits to the same one, right? No, no. I went to one that had a buffet. Oh, yeah. Did you you eat at the buffet at the strip club? I did eat at the buffet. They had waffles. Okay, waffles. So how was it? Would you do it again? I I did do it again. (laughs) (laughs) You went back. DJ, have you uh, eaten food at the strip club before? I don't think I have. No, I was kind of just doing it like when, like when David said, like, "Oh, I've been to a few." I think I've been to about to about the same number. Yeah. Like if I was to start like counting them all off, mm-hmm. probably right around seven. I don't think I've ever even seen a buffet. Yeah, I don't I- think I've ever been to one that has it. Like I know that's a thing, but I haven't been at it well and i uh, the one of the i've had two strip club uh trips and it's it's I, it, I knew it wasn't for me going in and i know it's not for me post strip club visits and one of them dj was actually for your birthday i think it was my 30th birthday it would have been about 10 years ago yeah <clears throat> and uh that we rented a bus or somebody rented a bus either way i was on a bus going to this strip club they rented a bus. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good time, uh, David. I, yeah, I was I was five or six years into comedy, turning thirty, and uh, we're probably what like ten or twelve of us, maybe. Probably, I, I would say probably more because this was like what, was this a full bus? I don't even remember, like a half bus. Yeah, I think it was a full bus. There might have been twenty of us. Yeah, a lot of who had people. the most fun? Who had the most fun there? Probably DJ. Without, it was without, his birthday. without name dropping. <laughs> uh, I had a real good time. I can remember uh, Carrie C went with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carrie C thought she'd be fun at the strip yeah, club. And she, I mean, and it's always like girls always have a good time when they're the only girl at a strip club. Uh, Eddie James, I can remember, got hammered mm-hmm. and was like hugging you, Brent, all the way home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anytime. Somebody gets hammered and they, they get huggy or either I've, I've noticed this a lot after shows. Nobody wants to shake your hand more than somebody that's super drunk. A, a, a white male is like, dude, you, you're just such a good show. And they, they want to shake your hand like nine times. I'm like, please, we we've done the handshake. We don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. Oh, that or someone that they're so drunk. I'm like, I, I got to tell you this. And you're like, no, you don't. No, nope. no, you don't. Is it no, racist? Yeah, there you go. Well, kinda, kinda. Stop, please. I don't, I don't need to hear that, sir. The women. I remember once doing a show in Missouri, where this guy was just hammered, and he must have introduced himself to me thirty times. (laughs) I can remember his name right now, like because he said it thirty times in a row. I can't forget Ed Wellesley. Yeah, either he was, either he was really drunk or great at branding. No, he had no idea where he was. He was David, just go ahead. Hammered. No, no, I'm. I was shaking my AC. I don't like. Uh, 
I'm with DJ. I don't like the whole idea of you're so drunk. Because you, after the third introduction, then I start to get mad that I'm not as drunk as you. <laughs> I need to because be having that, as good a time as you right now. Because it's not a good time hearing your name is Vincent seven times. Yeah. And what it's you not. do for a living. Construction. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I know you do. I can tell by your boots. <laughs> Uh, so before I get into stories I've collected from the internet and uh, the dark web and elsewhere, uh, these are, by the way, these are all from the internet. I don't go to the dark web, but uh, do you guys have any uh, standout uh, stripper stories? I, I do. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it like when you said this was going to be the subject. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think I have I have one that was like for years I would uh -oh. identify it as like the funniest thing I ever saw. Okay. And it's weird now because like now I'm 40 and the world and like uh, the world's progressed. I'm a smarter, more thoughtful human. Mm -hmm. But oh man, it, I, I do think it is. I, I think it's illustrative of my sense of humor. Uh, so yeah, you want to just get into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead if you want yeah. to. Yeah, I so, want to uh, hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> it was my last year of college. So I'm like 20. Two or 23, I'm 23, and uh, I'm dating a girl who's real tattooed up. Like, she's been, like, in the magazines and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. like she's, So I'm spending a lot of time at the tattoo parlor. And I, like most people, kind of thought, like, tattoo parlors were, like, rough and edgy and scary. Mm -hmm. And these guys were not. They were, like, the sweetest, dorkiest, artsiest dudes ever. But they were still kind of like cool and, and still had this aura yeah. of danger about them. And uh, the one guy, super cool guy, his name was like Jaron or something. Like he had like a name of a like a David Bowie villain. Mm -hmm. right? And uh, he was dating and like they would just talk about like his smoking hot girlfriend who was just crazy. Like they were always fighting, but she was just crazy hot. And that's all anybody ever talked about. And I'm just sitting there in, in the corner uh, meeting these people. Anyway, she was a stripper. She was nuts. Dating the tattoo guy. Uh, fast forward a couple of months. And I, I'm out. Like uh, one of my friends turns 21. So like they mm -hmm. take him out. And then we go to the strip clubs. The last place we go. And I'm at the strip club. And I see the tattoo artist uh, like standing angrily like he's got his arms crossed he's mm -hmm. just looking mad at a strip club and like oh, no like i'm i'm kind of like laughing or whatever i'm having a good time you know and i'm like oh hey it's that guy and i still think everybody wants to talk to me and then i walk up but i see him like crumpling up ones and throwing them and like <laughs> from the description i can tell that he's throwing them like at his girlfriend like they're just mm -hmm. having a to a terrible fight and she is crying and dancing at the same. Oh God! I, when, no. Do you remember the song, by the way. I don't. I yeah, don't yeah. remember the song. Uh, and I'm mad, but I can remember it like as clear as day. Like, because I I wanted to go over and talk. Like, so I, I I make like my three steps towards him, and I'm like, hey, but oh, yeah. oh fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's. And I, I know it's a, like, I mean, there's a crappy song about lap dance is always better when the stripper's crying. Uh, is that but a I didn't song? know it really happened. What's that? Is that a real song? Yeah, I think it's Bloodhound Gang. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that makes well, like, sense. It's like a, a real gang. song. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A bloodhound Gang. <laughs> but yeah, but is that like, and it is, like, it's one of those, it's, now it feels mean because it's one of those, I'm like, oh, that's a human. But like, at the time, 23 people that I'm kind of scared of and impressed by mm -hmm. super sexy, just being miserable in the middle of a strip club. Yeah. Is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, I'm like, Oh, this is the, this is the best story in my life. It's, it's never good when, you know, somebody's giving money to a stripper, but it, the, the maneuver that they're doing is crumpled up bills thrown at you. That's yeah. never like the sign of like, you know, come over here, let's hang out, you know? No, not a good vibe. I've definitely seen that in the strip club. Strippers and angry tipping. Why why are you mad? First, you know. There's breasts here. Why are you upset? <laughs> David, do you, <laughs> you have any? 
Yeah, I had a couple. I one, uh, which you guys both know, hear, hearing me on stage. I, I had a um, when I sold drugs, I would sell to strippers. They were like the best people to sell drugs for you for because they they met a bunch of people, and drug deals were freaking the strip clubs. So I went up there, and this one girl, she's like, "Hey, come see me at work." I was like, "Yeah, I'll come see." You. I didn't really like strippers. Not like the biggest fan. I just don't. I just don't like being in public like that sometimes, especially in those settings. So I'm up there and I'm doing whatever, hanging out. She's up there. They have a guy in the bathroom that's a cologne guy. And, you know, and it, it wasn't like the movie Players Club. If you guys have seen that movie with Ice Cube, I don't know if you've ever seen the Players Club, bro. Mm-mm. No, no. That's pretty good. It's got Bernie Mac. It's got Bernie Mackins. You would like that movie. It's a stri- stripper movie. Okay. But it's really good. Jamie Foxx in it, too. Um, I'm at the strip club. I'm hanging out, whatever. And this guy comes in and he's like, mad at this girl who's his girlfriend they're arguing and she like yells out like well if you don't have any money david does he's the he's the best dealer i know and screams that in the middle of the club so now all these strippers are coming to me trying to buy drugs for me at the strip club <laughs> and she was like, i just made you a bunch of damn money you better tip real well tonight and then that later i'm leaving with that girl to go hang out like an idiot and she gets into like an actual ufc like violent fight outside of the front of the club over what? And like some girl said that she took some took one of her regulars and she said what you gonna do about it i'm going home with someone that's got more money and this and that. i mean they were just like stripper drama and they started yeah and they started fighting and like that's when i was like yeah i probably it's gonna be a while to come to the strip club i don't <laughs> I don't like one. I, I've been out as a dealer here. Second, I got in the middle of somebody and her boyfriend or side dude. Um, the smart strippers always were lesbians that I knew. They're like, no, because men can't handle this. Women don't care. Men can't handle yeah, stripping yeah. and being boyfriends, which I never got that. And we also have to paint the, the picture, uh, David. You, you're talking about selling drugs. That was your past life. That was your job, right? Yeah, that was my job. So I was frequent a while and I'd be up and I knew all the strippers because they get off late. They get off work. They have four or five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a night owl. So I'll be up and stuff and they would hit me up and come through or they'd be like, yo, come to the strip club. You never come to the strip club. I was like, I just don't want to do that. And I went up there. I was a strip club that had waffles at it. And <laughs> I, I ate waffles and sold some drugs. And it was a cool night to the very end where she got into that fight. She didn't lose, but like, I was just like, this is seems a lot more dangerous than what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To have a fight at the end of the night, you know, that would bring oh. in a lot of people if you're like, all right, your your purse versus my purse, and whoever wins gets to take the pot that we just yeah. got at the end it of the was, night. It was brutal, but that that one and another one I went to where the lady I saw her throw a Big Mac at somebody's face. Because one of the <laughs> one of the young strippers that was like she was like the freshman or the rookie and she had to go get food for them. This one McDonald's would be open late. She, uh, she got the Big Mac with cheese on and she didn't want cheese or something. And she threw it at the girl. Like, I was just like, where, where are these Drake and Jay-Z strip clubs they go to? I don't, these aren't the ones yeah. I'm at. They're throwing Big Macs. In the, in the strip club. In the strip club. Obviously that was not a, a buffet night, right? No waffles. <laughs> No waffles, they're just cigarettes. It's Marlboro 72s. Oh, go ahead, DJ. I went to a fancy strip club once. Uh, it was like uh, my buddy was getting married in Windsor. Yeah, and right. in Canada, which is like in the research, it's, it's 18 to get in, right? Yeah. But like the, the strip clubs were uh, were real nice. The women were stunning. Uh, everything looked clean and safe, and it was nowhere near as much fun. <laughs> Like there's no store, there's no Big Mac yeah, stores like, there. Like well-run strip <laughs> clubs was I I had like a weird relationship with strip clubs because I, I like a lot of people are like oh I've never gone or oh I hate them. They were never my thing, but they were like so popular amongst my circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. That it was one of those things that I was like, I would I would go and do it the way you, the way kid people probably go and watch high school basketball games in small towns. It's what your friend group is doing. It's not like your destination, but they're like, Hey, we're going over here. And you're like, I guess I'm going with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then there was a big stretch because I'm not like a, a huge drinker. There was a big stretch where I would like drive the guys back and forth to a strip club. This was before Uber. 
You were, yeah, you were the, the DD. So would you go in as the, the guy that drove or you're just like hanging out till they're like, Hey, come get us. Yeah, no, I totally, yeah, no, I'd go in. I'd have a good time. I'd still yeah. hang out and get a dance. Um, well, the, it's my, one of my strip club stories, probably the only one, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was the first or second time to be honest, but it was, uh, one of those where they're like, Hey, we're going to the strip club. And I was with other comics on the road in a beach town. Uh, if I do say the, the name of the town, then it will give away who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, before the shows every Is night, it Tom Dustin, a, he's my favorite. <laughs> no, no, it's not Tom Dustin. Okay. Uh, As he just drops the name. <laughs> anybody um, has any Tom Dustin strip club stories, send them to me. DM me. Yeah, another funny uh, comic from Boston, I think, now living in uh, this. what is the most southern point of Florida? What is that Key place West. called? Key, Key West. West, yeah. Um, but uh, they're like, all right, we're going. And so the, the magician that opens up every show, does he opens the show, uh, like does an hour show before the actual stand-up show starts and his show's family friendly he's like all right you want you want me to uh show you my town and i'm like i guess and then you know, me and the other headliner who wouldn't probably go to strip clubs he's like all right you're gonna come out with me and party with i can't say his name but he's i guess known in this town and he's going to every bar and being like hey uh just like walking up to the front of the line to be like are we good and people would let him in and then some, uh, you know, one one time we were walking in, in this club and somebody, I won't say his name, but uh, we'll just say, um, you know, D Dave, Dave Michael. Uh, he's like, hey, I'm Dave Michael. And the guy's like, I don't know who you are. And he flags somebody else behind that guy. And we get in and somebody in the line's like, man, fucking Dave Michael's an asshole. Just getting into all these places. And then he's like, you guys want to go to the strip club? I was like, sure. So we we go and it's the magician's friend is driving and we're just in the back of this convertible. I've never been in a convertible in my life. That's not my thing. And we're going to the strip club and we walk in. And he's like, I want you guys to meet my girlfriend. And he's dating one of the strippers, but it was just the, the weirdest night of, cause he's doing magic tricks for everybody at all these bars, like pulling quarters from behind strippers ears. It's like, it was just so bizarre that I'm out with this magician who is a big partier uh, and then to be at the strip club and get lap dances from like uh, women. I was like, I don't even want to be here. It was, and then I ended up getting a ride home from a cab and then went to the wrong place and had to walk like a mile and a half because I didn't know where I was in this beach town. It was just not a fun night to be hanging oh out with Dave Michael or whatever. I can't say his name, but Dave Michael. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that. I've been to strip club where the first thing the girls say, well, you want to lap dance? I was like, oh, I'm fine. Just watching the game. I, I like to gamble, so I'm trying to watch the game there. Mm -hmm. And she goes, she goes, Let's, just let me do a lap dance. I said, okay. And then she starts and goes, what do you want to know, my dad problems or my favorite color? And I'm like, man, I just. Please. <sighs> and the thing is, like, I, if, if like, I'm, I'm pro, like, if you want to be a stripper, by all means, go do that. Because, I, I, like, I've no judgment from me. But then Not at all. Stories of like that, like that, or like, or the fight at the end of the night. You're like, ah, come on, we don't, you know. Uh, but I collected some other stripper stories from uh, Reddit mostly. So, I'll, uh, here's there's some from strippers or some from people that have gone to the strip club. Well, one of these from a stripper says, "Regular that smelled like baloney, always bought at least five lap dances in a row for me." Ask if I would urinate on him and then in his mouth for extra money. I told him he would have to pay for a champagne room to do that. And he said, no, but, uh, smelled like baloney. <laughs> <laughs> do you think this guy eats a lot of baloney to smell like baloney or is that his natural scent? I think he probably just stinks and looks like yeah. baloney. <laughs> like, I think it's one of those, like, if you're looking at cherry and eat something red, you're going to taste cherry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he just smells like bologna. I ate a lot of bologna growing up in Georgia with the little red stripe and you take it off. Yeah. I had a cousin who used to eat the red stripe. Just oh, a God. psychopath. It's a, he probably smells like bologna. Looking and, like, feeling like, smelling like bologna. Oh, uh, you do not want to smell like, you do not want to smell like bologna, dog. Oh. At least choose a nicer meat. 
It's not. <laughs> Maybe some noise of mystique, my, my, mystique, Mes mesquite, mesquite, barbecue, yeah. hickory Man, smoked. He smells like chipotle turkey. He was delicious. Have you ever been stuck like smelling bad and knowing you smell bad? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. whereas, like, some you just forget to put on deodorant and you're very aware. And then you're just like arms to the side the whole night. I get that first drip and I'm like, it's a wrap. <laughs> if I even shake someone's hand, they're going to hate me and they'll, because you don't forget someone that smells. Yeah. Because as an adult, it's very rare to smell somebody, you know? <laughs> So when you know someone smells bad, you're like, that's a big bug. When you smell someone that smells bad, you go, yeah, that that dude stinks. <laughs> Just know, my, my brother worked at Pizza Hut in high school, and there was a guy who was known for smelling, and you would walk in, in the walk-in cooler after this guy, and somehow it would linger. Like in the cartoons, when somebody runs away, but their silhouette is still cut in the... In the uh, <laughs> The sky in the you know the air. Oh, That's how it was. You could be like, oh yeah, you know, uh, so and so was just in the walk-in cooler, where it's freezing cold, but somehow I can still smell you. Ah, <clears throat> uh, smell like I, uh, my buddies. Like right after college, I was living with a handful of, of young dudes, and uh, the one guy, he God, he would go to strip clubs all the time. It was really, it was really unsettling. Like he worked all day, uh, like sending nurses out to different hospitals and jobs, made a good living. Then he would come home and spend all that money on strippers. And I was like, all oh, those strippers are going there to be nurses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's recruiting, it sounded like. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, he would spend so much money on it. But one of the things he did, and I think it was really funny, he asked the strippers what their perfume was. Yeah. And then, like he... No, but then like he put it on his sheets and stuff. Like oh. he was like, no, just every day, I, every day I wake up, it feels sexy. Homeboy, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's just yeah, bizarre. <laughs> I mean, it's better than baloney. Yeah, better but, than baloney. <clears throat> yeah, it, that's a thing that you wouldn't think about if you're a guy that that frequents a strip club. Is your hygiene? You're you'd always be concerned with their hygiene, but it's like. I've seen, you know, Jack Nicholson's like, anytime I do a scene with somebody, I make sure I brush my teeth before I act. It's like, hey, if you're going to show up to a strip club, at least take a shower so they're not smelling baloney for five songs. Uh, Mick, yeah. Foley. Mick Foley talks about how uh, every wrestler should have gum in their fanny pack because mm -hmm. you're three inches away from somebody cutting a promo. You know, like, oh no! I never he talks about, about like that. he talks about like CM Punk having great breath. I forget who it was that he said stunk. I think uh, Big Van Vader was uh, notoriously known for stinking and not never washing his ring gear. Vader, I admit Vader. Yeah, yeah, correct. It's time. <laughs> it's time. It's that Vader. that makes sense. That that makes sense. That makes sense. That Vader would smell. It's also weird that Mick Foley was like, it's a it's a requirement to have gum, but he didn't say it's a requirement to have a fanny pack because he just assumes wrestlers have fanny packs. And yeah, <laughs> they do. They all walk around with fanny. That's a real funny dork. They really they do, though. They don't have any short there. They don't have any pockets. Yeah. And some, like and it's a real, got, real simple thing. Some of those guys walk around like they're huge. Like Razor Ramon, there's a picture of him, and he's like hanging out with some kid. He's huge. He got this fanny pack on. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? So I just picture a guy pulling out ones from his fanny pack at the strip club. <laughs> uh, not a stripper, but a strip club I used to frequent back in the day. It was a regular haunt of John Goodman. Whenever he was in town for a movie or a movie shoot or whatever, he would show up around midnight and buy the place around and enjoy the scenery. Can you imagine just sitting there and across a dark bar loud and be like is that john goodman uh that would be so weird and i was going to say i had uh when we all went to that strip club on my birthday mm -hmm. somebody at the strip club recognized me from comedy yeah oh, boy. really weird oh like, boy i mean it's good to get recognized for comedy not you know 
but it's also that's maybe not the place that you want because then they're like oh look at this is he's a funny man you don't want people to know that you do stand up in certain situations nope and strip club is number one for me i don't want them knowing that i tell jokes for a couple ipas i don't want them knowing that (laughs) at the local strip club i just don't i want to just be a regular person who is in there I've tried to go by myself and do that. I just, I can't, I'm not a super loud music person in places and all that. I'm, it's more fun when I've been with women. It's been more fun. But the idea of someone recognizing me do stand up or it probably worse even for you, DJ Brennan, like someone quoting your joke at a place and you're just like, cause me, Brent did a show recently and God just loved Brent's stuff. Just loved it. But like, didn't understand they're like, Brent's like a human being. So like that, the character he does is not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at all, that's not him. And he's like talking to him. I'm like, we're in line about to get waters. Show yeah. hasn't started. Half people don't even know there's a show going on. And he's like trying to talk to him. And it was just so funny. I'm like, there's just certain situations. Like, very, we are very thankful for people to come to the shows and laugh and, and support. But there's some scenarios where you're like, I'm at Payless. I don't want someone to be like, hey, I recognize you at the White Rat. I, I just, I, I'm here getting shoes like every other single mom in here. I'm just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not special. I'm and really also, not. If you get recognized, Payless shoes is not where you want to get recognized at anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. One I'm time somebody recognized, recognized me at a Pizza Hut buffet and I was like, oh God. <laughs> some, and uh, thankfully it wasn't for going to that Pizza Hut buffet being like, oh, you're back? That's crazy. <laughs> it was like, oh, for stand-up. So th- I guess, thank God it was for that. We yeah. saw you here last week. You're like, okay, all right. You're the guy right. that made the scene. <laughs> uh, used to waitress at a strip bar. I had a guy pay me to arm wrestle strippers all night. Uh, $20 to the winner, $10 to the loser. I made $200 that night of arm wrestling. I mean, I'm a good guy. I like gambling. So any action in the strip club, it's my place. So yeah, yeah, you're the you're the kind of guy that would be taking odds on people. Yeah, I always got to bet something. Like, well, you, which one do you think is can climb the pole the fastest, the highest, do the best tricks? How much money like that? But arm wrestling, that's intense. Arm wrestling's intense. Yeah. A weird power play. I want to know which one of these girls is the toughest. He's the, the Vince McMahon of that strip club, just promoting fights and not UFC ones, just arm wrestling. But just arm wrestling at a strip club. DJ, you you strike me as a guy that's arm wrestled before, yeah? Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I'm a yeah, I I, I I arm wrestle a good as much as people do, I guess. <laughs> well, you're a big you're you're a, a strong guy. You're a big guy. I used to be a strong guy. Now I'm just a big guy. But I'm big enough that people are always curious. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, My friend had a wheelchair at his house because he found it on sale for like $10 at a yard sale. We would always just roll around and drunkenly attempt tricks and shenanigans at parties in the wheelchair. Anyway, we had a couple strippers come over for my friend's birthday since the couches were full. My buddy was lounging in the wheelchair thinking nothing of it. The stripper uh, gives him a lap dance. Uh, and a lot of special attention. Once she gets up and starts on another lap dance, my buddy gets up and to get another beer from the fridge. She she yells, you can walk, to which I shout, it's a stripper miracle, while my buddy uh, with a huge grin on his face uh, dances to the kitchen. So just sitting and hanging out in a wheelchair for no reason. Yeah, I think that's, it might be a brilliant move. Just the... Uh, yeah, fa- f- yeah, it's it's that's one thing if you go into the strip club like that where somebody's like yeah, faking a disability for for lap dances. Yeah, like, that's the lowest of the low. Yeah, that's I mean, I like his resilience and his I just, I love the creativity. We could channel that somewhere else. But I just like that he's like, "Oh, it's 10 it's a $10 wheelchair at a yard sale." I'm going to buy that. That's a very like house full of dudes purchase is let's buy this wheelchair. 
what yes, can we do with this wheelchair? This is yeah. worth running you down the yeah. This this is worth it just to, just for running you down the driveway. <laughs> it's uh, I'm sure that was probably right when Jackass was on, and they're like, let's yeah. let's do Jackass videos off the roof. Uh, a stripper in Victoria took the ice out of my uh, fresh rum and coke, put it inside of her, and then put it back in my drink. It took forever nope. to get another one as the place was packed. Nope. Nope. Like, nope. I don't, no I, don't, I don't know if that's, that could have been like a thing where she's like, oh, you know, I'll be the, the lady that does something nasty to a drink to sell more drinks. But I don't know what guy, maybe your perfume guy, DJ, would have been like, oh my God, she took ice and put it inside of her body and now I'm going to drink it. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly what it is. Like, I, I think it's, uh, oh, I think it's people just kind of trying to, <laughs> trying to floor it, just trying to wear the wheels off of their weird, you know? Now, I, I draw the line at uh, way before that. I don't need your, I don't, I don't want you touching my straw. Yeah, my like, straw, my ice, my, my, oh my, I'm already drinking out of a cup at the strip. Oh God. Just, I ate waffles out of a buffet. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but you didn't want anybody touching your waffles. I didn't either. say, hey, can you put butter and so no, this isn't no, we're not doing that. Ice <laughs> that goes so, in my that means it forms with my drink. There there was a, a story I forgot that I didn't uh get David, but some guy uh bought his friend pancakes and then a lap dance, and the guy was eating pancakes and a lap dance at the same time. And ordered more pancakes during the lap dance. So I don't know what that says about the lap dance or about the pancakes. That's a boss move. I'm gonna enjoy these hot cakes and some cakes, and that's that just is what it is. That's a uh, boss move. That's something Baloney Boy wouldn't have done. No, I, I, yeah, I like the the nickname Baloney Boy. Baloney Boy's here. <laughs> put on the Oscar Meyer theme. So that's one of your five songs is Oscar Meyer. Oh, uh, man. Some clubs make customers buy, quote, funny money to tip everyone with. It's basically just fake money that's exchanged for real money. This way the club makes whatever percentage they charge the customer who buys it. And they also make a percentage off the dancer who later exchanges it. So essentially it's Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Have yeah. you guys... Usually, I mean, I've never seen any in a situation, a movie, or the two times I've been where it was anything but real money. Yeah, I've never no, seen that. I'm just thinking, though, like, you, you've you seen the one study where they're like, there's cocaine on every $20 bill. Yeah. Right? I've got to think that that, like, exclusively stripper money is, is mostly cocaine. Oh, God. <laughs> and again... I, that's the ice thing or it's like i just I, I don't even like touching money that came from fresh out of the atm to me it's just money is disgusting and oh, it's it, filthy. let alone where it's been on a stripper or any human being for that matter baloney boy or you know no thank you no i'm not money's dirty we learned that with the whole with covid and all that people are touching money on it's nasty to touch money yeah, just, and I wonder how, like, uh, I can't imagine being close proximity now post-COVID or, you know, during COVID, whatever it is, and being in a strip club, like, I've become so more, so much more aware of surfaces and and touching things, yep. I just, I don't need you that close to me, so please go away. If I don't need the railing to go up the stairs, I'm not just going to touch it because it just, it's just there. Yeah, I'm good. You're uh... You're talking about being scared at a strip club. This is one of my favorite things ever. I thought it was funny for 10 years. I've never been able to turn it into anything. But uh, there was a stripper. She was a regular. She was a great dancer at uh, one of the few strip clubs I've gone to more than once. But like right right above the small of her back, like right or right, right above her butt, right? Uh, the the that, tramp stamp yep, area? Tramp stamp. Are we still calling yep. it a tramp stamp area? I don't know. Yep. Uh, but she had two like smoky eyes. Yeah. Right. Like right there above her butt. And it was probably because I was at a at a strip club kind of high. And, but like I was watching nature documentaries. And I always think about like how like 
butterflies and stuff will have <laughs> eyes on the back of their wings <laughs> to, to like distract predators. Yeah. And it was one of those, I was like, oh, that's smart. I think the, I'm looking at her, had her eyes there down on her butt. And boom, she robs me. <laughs> Just to throw you off the, off the trail. And yeah, it's one of Just those. She, it, would, it was, it was so weird though. Cause like sometimes she'd be, she'd be grinding on you and like the eyes would be not where they were supposed to. So it kind of looked like, it looked like a Ghostbusters bad guy. You know what I mean? Like one of those like like body horror type, like ugh. Yeah. It was such a uncomfortable thing. Ghostbusters. Uh the tattoos are interesting. Yeah, a couple of eyes above your butt. I don't did you did you ever get in a conversation of hey, what's going on here? No. Uh I I mean like I don't really think dancers want to talk to me. Uh <laughs> I'm not I'm not throwing a lot of money. I'm not really listening or much. I always lie about my job. Well, I do that in what in whatever situation. I always just say I'm in radio. Yeah. And then people yeah. don't ask, you know. I do it in Ubers. I don't lie, make up a whole narrative. Two kids. I work a factory job, but I don't love them. But I love them. You know? <laughs> we worked just, hard, me and my wife. I mean, I'm in Uber because she's got the car. Anything, a happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm mean? like? Just <laughs> make it completely. <laughs> I used to put up, I used to post on my Instagram and do that. Just make up. People used to think it was so funny. I'm like, nah, that's just me trying to use the money I spent on improv for something stupid. Just yeah, I do it at the grocery line. Like, oh, what do you do? So I, I just, I just started a trinket shop, a little antique. My wife we love collecting antiques in the south, and just, and they just buy it or I do it. But then I get in situations like the strip club where I feel like I need to be honest with them. What do you do? I'm a comedian. Like I, I feel. I feel at home with those people that are like real people on the on the level of doing stuff and seeing different people every day, opposed to me hopping in my Uber. Nice guy from the airport, real nice, real hope. What do you do? I'm in my third year of law school. Just lie, just for no reason. <laughs> well, and with the strip club thing, I I read most of the lies are from customers and not people that dance. You know, usually usually you hear the oh, I'm it's this is getting through nursing school, which is not a lie, but then. People just make up whatever lies and, you know, sometimes they're just talking to a stripper because they don't have that uh, emotional connection. It's not even about a sexual thing. It's let me talk to a human being, you know? Yep. 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 It definitely is. Let me talk to someone. It's like it's a going to therapist where it's a non-biased opinion. You feel like the stripper is a non-biased opinion. It is biased. It's biased for your pocketbook. They That's need what- the money. That's what somebody was like. I was this guy's therapist for years. And it was, but uh, it was all while like sweet cherry pie was playing, which, you know, like very bizarre. Life's a highway. I won't die. Uh, <laughs> uh, I danced for years and years. So, uh, so many uh, people think strippers are broken, damaged, or drug addicts, but I didn't see any of that. I love dancing and I love the money. I literally paid for my first house. I was the only one of my friend group who actually owned my home by uh, the time they were 21, 21. And this, this person, I assume a woman owns their own house. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a guy that's like, if you got the body and you don't mind doing it, go get the money while the getting is good. Yeah. They just, I knew girls that I knew a girl that did it and I won't name her name. She did strip club and, now she owns a whole business and she made money and it was addicting like it was for me selling drugs. She was like, it's addicting because you make money, but that lifestyle, it has a shelf life. Mm-hmm. It has a shelf life. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, not that women are older, bad at 30 or 31, but like you don't want to be in the strip club from 19. You look up and you're 35 still doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's a, it's a transitional, but they do make money. Some of the ones I knew, they weren't drug addicts. I knew some that were, but I knew some ones that walked that went into that club, danced, made a lot of money, never drank, never smoked weed, never. But I get their focus. They're there for some. That's the point of the movie Players Club. The main character is trying to get through her undergraduate. Mm-hmm. And she has a scene where she sees her professor in the strip club and she's like embarrassed. And the, strip, the, 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 the professor was nice. He was just like, that's why you fall asleep in my class. That's why I have to wake you up in my class because you're up late because she's up in there like till five in the morning. I mean, everyone knows like you can be a night out, but when you go to go to the class in college, like those two hour lectures, you're probably going to nod off. 
Yeah, yeah. You got to let me stand up because if I don't, I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah, but that that getting the house that's that's good on her part because there are a lot of dancers that do do that. They definitely do. This girl knows she definitely built her own business and did everything. Well, and that's also it goes back to I I've met cashiers who are drug addicts, and I met very (laughs) successful people who are drug addicts, and all. It's not just the stripper industry. It's there are drug addicts everywhere. And some of them don't make as much money as strippers. You know what I'm saying? It, so who's more some successful? Of them aren't as good with their money with strippers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say, DJ? Uh, I'm not, uh, I, I was trying. To, I was just wondering. Do you think the internet's wrecked stripping the way it's it's banged up stand up? And, and in what way do you say that? I mean. There's there's a whole lot of of OnlyFans. There's a lot of cam girls. Yeah, there's I no middleman now. That's probably better for the creator. I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably way harder to find drugs though. Uh, well, it could it could be like uh, stand up where where it's like you know in the '80s it was the big comedy boom of stand up, and then you know come now it's like you've got a thousand channels on your TV, Netflix. And all this stuff, so that like it's, it's probably harder to get people out to a strip club. But I doubt, I, I doubt that that boobs are hard to sell. That's one of those things that's depression proof. I think the allure always the allure always sells. The allure, what you might be able to do, this woman or man with this allure, what you could possibly see or feel. It's the allure. Of it. And I told what is saying. I knew someone. She said that she goes, um, "What rapper?" She says so. They, some of these strip clubs are paying these strippers like they get paid minimum wage because like of OnlyFans and all that. But it's also like now they can market themselves. I've known dancers who get on Instagram and show their pole at their house and them doing this. Come see me. It's no different than working at a bar being like, come see me at this brewery tonight. Like it's about yeah. how you how you do how you do do it and shape it. Definitely, definitely is. You could build up your following because it is. You see those bartenders come out and see me at the whatever tonight. I'm hanging out, and it, it and you'll go. It's like, oh, I know that guy. He's cool. I'll go hang out at that bar. It's like, oh, I know this. I know this girl. I'll go hang out at the strip club type. That where it's like, you're your own street team now, as opposed to just waiting on Baloney Boy to come in. You know. Yeah, and the strippers have made a career, like Amber Rose, who dated Kanye and Wiz and stuff. Twenty One Savage. She's made a career. She used to knew rappers. She knew how to figure out how to be her own entrepreneur. People like Cardi B, superstar. I knew Cardi B from being the funny stripper from Brooklyn on Instagram. And she would make money in the strip club and then she wanted to rap and she parlayed that from stripping to rap, being one of the most successful artists out there right now in the world. You know what I mean? So people can do it. That Those are smaller stories than others, but like there are women that buy their house. There are people that do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They definitely do. Uh, here's one. I used to bartend in a club in college. One of the dancers who was fairly new was trying a new move on the pole where she looked, uh, where she hooked her leg around and it stretched her body out. So she was parallel to the floor while she fell on her face. Uh, there was a lot of blood. And as the bouncer and I were helping her off the stage, one of the customers dipped his finger in the blood and tasted it. <laughs> gross yeah just uh, i i don't even like it just at uh, blood in general just stop don't, no. like, that's the ice thing that's the guy who's like put the be an ice maker for my drink that's the guy who wants just disgusting like what if he saw that somebody get knocked out on the street do you think he's dipping his finger in the blood or is like the, oh it's stripper blood. That's like some magical spell shit where he's like, this is the exact thing I needed for my potion was stripper blood. Uh, you know he dipped his finger in there and went like this and was like, that's hard work, boys. Like just, just. I'm trying to think what what spell would use stripper blood. <laughs> I'm trying to think as a nerd, this is very important to me. But like. What would stripper blood do? How would you dip your finger? And, oh my! You know that man was like so proud. Ugh! It just you know he was so proud. You know he was just like that is a hardworking woman. That's hot. Like you're just like homie. She could her nose could be broke. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, this lady is hurt, and you're the guy that's like, let me taste his blood and not help. Like, ugh. Just part vampire. Is that, is that, maybe it was a vampire spell, DJ? Uh, that'd probably be it. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's oh, gotta so. be stripper blood, otherwise it'll backfire and you'll I be cursed. Be, I think it would manifest money. I think it'd be one of those manifesting money spells. Uh, I don't want nothing he's manifesting dipping his finger in stripper's <laughs> blood. Bro. That is foul. Ugh. Well, here's a here's a lighter one that will go out on. And all the, uh, by the way, all this all the strip clubs you guys have gone to have been strip clubs, right? Like established strip clubs, not like a yeah, house. Yeah, they've been strip right? clubs. Yeah, I, no, no, I I have totally uh, gone to a, like a private party strip thing. Okay, and uh, I'm just thinking about this now, and this was a surprise. I wasn't even going there for stripping. I was going there for drugs. I uh, <laughs> I was I'll up make that very clear. Yeah, I was up in the UP, and which is I the Upper to, Peninsula of Michigan, like yeah, Canada. And I, I went to like a weird, like mobile home that this lady just danced at, and I, I was there, like with some guys that knew her. So I don't, but like yeah. that, it was so weird. It was so creepy. Like, have you gone to those places where like a chef? opens up a place in his restaurant or a restaurant like in his house Mm -hmm. and it's just weird because you're like hey those are your kids toys and shit like yeah it was it was like hey that's the dinner you haven't cleaned up yet this is weird just bizarre and like uh it's a diy strip club type and comedy has taken me a lot of those places of like oh let's we'll go to this guy's house afterwards which i don't that's not what I do. If I'm with somebody and they're like, let's go hang out. And I'm like, sure. It's never like, I never volunteer to do that. Cause I tend to, let's just leave. But it was this guy and DJ, you might know him, but he was a comic. And uh, I think it was also a drug deal with the other guy that I was there. And I, there's no think there's, I know. And his power had been shut off. So his whole place was lit by candles and he was reading the book Anthem by, uh, was it Ayn Rand? Yeah, Ayn Rand, yeah. Yeah, he was just hanging out in a this dark-ass house with candles, and we just sat there and talked for a little while. And he's like, yeah, man, I, I don't miss electricity at all. This is great. I just, you know, I use candles, and uh, I read books. It's awesome. And I'm just like, how the fuck did I get to this dude's house? Yeah. And it was it was comedy, but for drugs. Not for me, but for somebody. It was just very bizarre. Get me out of this no power having house. How sad are you reading Anne Rand's The Anthem? <laughs> I read that book and it was ass. <laughs> I, I like that you're not you're not mad about the electricity. You're like your your choice of literature is appalling <laughs> to me. I, I'm I not going to. I don't read books. I don't miss electricity. Like that's a sad man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've seen a lot of like guys up at like Coke at o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. like like five to seven o'clock, and uh, they are never reading. Like if you ever see a cokehead reading, mm-hmm. it's not an enjoyable book. No, I know that sounds like I mean that it's it's either the Bible or philo- like or the grittiest philosophy. It's a weird only anecdotal evidence but i know i'm not alone on that it's never harry potter no like they're <laughs> no, never reading like anything Tom. fun yeah <laughs> they're always reading something that like just goes the wrong way through your brain yeah yeah uh l- last one and we'll wrap up on this uh so much nonsense went on at the club i worked at there was the time we hosted an all-male review uh, which I've been to, not those, but I've worked clubs where they like have the all-male review and they're like, man, we do so much business with the all-male review uh, only to have the guys delayed 30 minutes. So the club owners put myself and another girl on stage to fill the time. Hell have hell hath no fury, like 300 ladies who came to see dudes and not me topless doing a fan dance. So... <laughs> And I, I save that for the last because it's very relatable. We've all done a show where they're over stretch. The the headliner's not here yet. You got to do time. 
I did a show once where I would do like five minutes in between burlesque dancers, mm -hmm. and I've never been more hated anywhere <laughs> in my life. I've never been more hated at an ex-girlfriend's parents. Like, no, just like those girls would get off stage and I'd come up and I'd be like, all right, let's hear it for you. Fuck you. <laughs> boo. Quit being you. Start being boobs. I've done that stretching at a show at a club. I did it in uh, one. It was, it was all black women. They're very honest. And one of the dudes like, so when's the motherfucking headliner going on stage? Because we ain't coming to see you. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, I got about 32 minutes left. <laughs> saying that to you, uh, to, around other people. And it's not like you could, you got to retaliate because you said it in front of other people, you know? Uh, I said something that later in the show. I thought it was going to, I thought something or some joke. I said, I thought this and someone said, I thought it was supposed to be funny. And I was like, oh my God, this is brutal. <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm trying to get paid. So I'll be up here until the light comes on. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, you guys plug whatever you, you want to plug DJ, you go first. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, 727 in Indianapolis, uh, on a Tuesday, July 27th, I'm doing a real fancy show. It's the, uh, it's the war on Christmas in July. It'll be fun. It'll be a real cool. Is that, that's a game show, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a game show. We're working out a live game show, kind of improv comedy, real fun. Uh, that's at the White Rabbit here in Indianapolis. David, what do you want to plug? Um, this weekend, I mean, there's the June tw I'm 25th through 27th. I'm at the Comedy Bar in Chicago. And then July 9th, I'm with Stuart Huff in Louisville at the Garage, Comedy at the Garage, opening for Brent at Red Curb Comedy, I believe it's July 16th. Oh, yeah, and Avon. Come out and see that show. And Avon, yeah, come on, see us. Yeah, that'll be fun. Tell Stuart uh, I love him. I miss that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Huff is a, a guy who would never be on the Strip Club episode. Doesn't strike me as the dude that would be on a Strip Club episode. But thank you guys, DJ Dangler and David Brooks. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, thank you, man.